Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Well, blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Tell you what, we're going to jump into the Word right now where we can see what the Lord has to say uh, to us. You know that we have been examining in recent days, the things that John was seeing in the book of Revelation. And this all comes out of questions that were asked of Jesus in what we call the uh, the Olivet Discourse. Remember that? Uh, Four of the disciples came up to him and said, when are these things going to occur and what's going to be the sign of your coming again and of the end of the age? And Jesus answered the questions. And as we started looking and getting more insight into what Jesus said, it led us to the book of Revelation. And we saw where the seals were open on a particular scroll. And when those seals were open, there were seven seals. And then uh, seven trumpets came forth. And we're going to see soon that out of the seventh trumpet will come seven bows. But between the time of when we read about the trumpets and the bows, there's several chapters in Revelation, chapters 12, 13, 14, and 15. And then you pick up the bows again at 16. And so I thought it would be useful for us just to get a cursory observation of um, what it, what the scripture says in these chapters. So we're in chapter 14 right now, and it says this, Then I looked, and behold, the Lamb was standing on Mount Zion, and with him 144,000, having his name and the name of his father written on their foreheads. Now, if you remember, we saw these folks before. Do you remember where it was? Give you a moment to think. In the seventh chapter. Yeah, it was in the seventh chapter of Revelation that we encountered uh, these folks. And it was right after the sixth seal had been opened. Okay, right after the sixth seal had been opened. And all of a sudden, we have this little parenthetical type of thing that occurs. And these 144,000 were sealed Okay, 144,000 were sealed. We didn't know exactly to what purpose. They were described in various ways. Okay, we learned a couple things about them. Well, now we're about to learn more about them. So here's what we know they have his name, they have the Lamb's name, and the name of his Father, the Most High God, written on their foreheads. Then verse 2 says this And I heard a voice from heaven, like the sound of many waters and like the sound of loud thunder. And the voice which I heard was, was like the sound of harpists playing on their harps. <laughs> and you think, well, that's sort of strange because we see all through Scripture the sound of thunder, okay? Thunder all through the Scripture. Even the sound of many waters. But then the sound of harpists playing on their harps. Like, what, what kind of sound is this? And we actually run into all sorts of... Uh, uh, things here, shall we say, within Revelation that really go beyond what we experience in the natural. Because we usually don't associate the sound of a harp with the sound of a thunder. What's being said right here is there is a voice from heaven, and this voice, is one voice, it sounds like the sound of many waters. Personally, I think this means that it has the full audio spectrum that we as humans can hear. You know, we hear within a certain range Animals can hear outside the range of humans, okay? Different animals can hear within different ranges. But all that that we hear, that this voice of heaven 
sounds like that. There are some things in that occur in nature which have the full spectrum of the sound that we can detect. It's often referred to as white noise. Okay, And one of those things that has that sound is a gigantic waterfall. Waterfall has it, uh, a big fire burning has it, and a huge wind has that full spectrum of sound. So I believe that's what he's speaking of right here. It's like the sound of many waters, the sound of loud thunder. But the idea of the harpist, a harp can be a very loud and aggressive instrument. We usually don't think of it that way. But uh, there's a, a harpist named Greg Buchanan. It's a jazz harpist. He's phenomenal. And you would not believe what he can do with a harp. What can be done with many harpists playing on their harps? It gives an idea that there's tonality involved within this. There's beauty within this. So you have this voice, which is covering the full spectrum that man can hear, but you also can feel it like you do with thunder. You know, thunder literally hits our body and we feel it. And But it's the sound of the harpist playing on their harp. Verse 3 says this, And they sang a new song before the throne and before the four living creatures and the elders. And no one could learn the song except the 144,000 who had been purchased from the earth. So these 144,000, we find that they had been purchased from the earth. We're going to see in the next verse exactly what some of the things they did. They had been purchased out of all mankind. And they are standing before the throne with the four living, before the four living elders and the creatures. And they sing a song that nobody else sings. So apparently there is a song that only they know. Then, verse 4, these are the ones who have not been defiled with women. Remember that? In chapter 7, we saw that about them. For they have kept themselves chaste. Now, that's interesting. They kept themselves chaste. If they kept themselves chaste, that shows that they had opportunity not to be chaste. They could have chosen to go a different way, but they kept themselves this way. Then we learned this in verse 4. These are the ones who follow the Lamb wherever He goes. So the idea is this, that when the Lord Jesus Christ comes back to earth, there's a lot of things that are going on, and He's in a lot of places. It, there's much, much more than just Him uh, splitting the eastern sky. Okay, There's a lot that happens. He is in many places, and certain things happen in each one of these places. These 144,000 follow the Lamb wherever he goes. Then verse 4, the rest of it. These have been purchased from among men as first fruits to God and to the Lamb. You notice they're purchased from among men as the first fruits. And that's sort of an interesting thing right there. You know, does this mean that they weren't believers before? The church has already been right. Well, in chapter 7, you see them being sealed, and then you see the church being snatched away. So more than, and we know that they're from uh, twelve thousand from the twelve tribes. Each one of the twelve tribes. So these are Jewish men who were not believers in Messiah, but they were simply purchased. They're the first fruits of what God is doing, what the Lamb is doing. They follow Him everywhere He goes in these last days. Then the last verse for today, verse five, and no lie was found in their mouth. They are blameless. Tell you what, take these things before God. Think about them. Reflect upon them. I'll see you again next time. 